Hey friends, this is Rachel Mitchell, and this is Living on Mission Podcast, the podcast for women who want to live out their faith in all areas of life and not just in the church pew on Sunday. I'm a homeschool mama of two who is building a thriving wellness business from my kitchen table, and I am passionate about discipling my family and other women in their faith. Every day is an adventure that we get to live out with Jesus. So let's go, my friend. I am so excited that you're here. All right, you guys, welcome back. So if you had not noticed, I took a little bit of a mini like break um, over the holidays and just did not did honestly do a whole lot of work. I was very unplugged in my business. We went on a little trip after Christmas. I was sick a little bit and now we've got some other sick people in the house, but life is good. God is good. And I am just really excited about what God has laid on my heart for about the next month of episodes and then even what is coming after that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you always, always for your sweet love and support on the podcast. Um, I really want this to be a space that that you can trust, that you can come to, to listen and know that you're going to hear the word of God. And just thank you for taking a minute to actually leave me some reviews. So I just want to shout out, um, this was, I'm not really honestly sure the name. I just have like an Instagram name, but it says, love, love, love this podcast so much. Whenever Rachel speaks, I feel like she's speaking directly to me. She always says exactly what I need to hear. And I know that God is speaking through her. It's so encouraging and refreshing refreshing to get encouragement and wisdom from someone who honors and loves God in such a real and relatable way. Thank you for all of your episodes. Um, thank you for that. Just feedback. Like I pray that God uses me and that I get to be a vessel for him, um, to encourage you always. So thank you. Um, Maria said, I love how this podcast speaks God's truth into my life. I'm always encouraged and uplifted after listening to an episode. There's an honesty of God's word and how it can be applied to life, which can be chaotic and messy at times through different seasons we might venture through. If you're a businesswoman or just a busy woman who loves God and needs encouraged, this podcast does just that. I am so, so glad that you feel that way, Maria. I want my heart to always stay in touch with the Lord. And that is why I'm excited about what he has put on my heart for the next three or four episodes. And so um, if you know me at all, um, you know that I have definitely, definitely grown a lot deeper in my faith and in my walk with God over the last. Oh gosh, let's just say five years, definitely 10 years. But the last five years, I would say I've grown in ways um, and gone deeper with the Lord than I ever, ever expected to. And along the way, along the journey, it's just like these building building blocks have happened. Um, if you know my health and fitness story, you know that in 2014, God got my attention with my hormones and my cholesterol and just gaining weight. And I was like wrecked. I didn't know what to do. It was totally vanity, but also a little fear mixed in there about being healthy enough to be a mom and to be here for a while. But God used health and fitness to draw me to him, to draw me to him through the writings of some other people, through the examples of some other people. My faith grew as my health and my fitness began to change. And then I started a business and my faith grew in a different way. And and then I just started to meet these incredible women of God who challenged me to level up in my faith and 
And it's just been a beautiful and amazing journey. I throw in parenthood in there and all kinds of things. I've definitely, definitely um, had to rely on the Lord more, which has made me want to know him better and understand his word better. And along the way, I really got fixed in on spiritual disciplines, um, spiritual disciplines. I read a book that led me to another book that led me to another book. And I stumbled upon a book by Richard Foster called Celebration of Discipline, the the Path to Spiritual Growth. And so he covers in this book, let me see, let me get it right. He covers um, meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. All right. And so those are that, well, actually he covers way more than that. He calls this the inward discipline. The outward disciplines are simplicity, solitude, submission, service, and corporate disciplines being confession, worship, guidance, and celebration. But really, I wanted to kind of take you through those inward disciplines in the next series of podcasts and really hone in on what we as believers can do in our own personal walk with Christ, what we can do, what we we can discipline ourselves to do, to grow closer to him, to know him better and to be used by him. So I really want to focus on meditation, um, fasting for sure, um, prayer, definitely prayer, and then studying God's word. And I am by no certain order wanted to start with meditation because honestly, it's just been a word that's been on my heart for a while. And it's been a, it God has revealed to me, to me, that it's a discipline that I didn't spend a lot of my walk with him doing, but I really find myself wanting to more and more. And the word has just bounced around in conversations in my readings and things like that. So I'm going to start with the spiritual discipline of meditation. Now, before you unplug you hit end or whatever um this is not like eastern spiritual meditation eastern meditation uh things associated with like yoga and things like that are not of the lord that is not of the lord and that is an exercise to actually like escape to a place of essentially nothingness like you want to empty your heart and your mind of everything and meditation and god's word is actually the opposite meditation is actually filling your heart and your mind with with God's word, with his truth and being able to hear from him. Right. So this is not what you would think of when you think of like traditional Eastern meditation. So you can just like get that out of your heart and your mind. Um, But one of the reasons I really, really want to talk about this is because um, I know that in our current culture and in our generation, especially even more so in my children's generation, um, distraction is the greatest tool that the enemy is going to use to either um, keep people from Christ or to just hinder your growth and your walk with the Lord. And we are distracted in so many ways, but none more so than technology. Then our phones in our hands, social media, games, apps, um, computers, TV, um, gaming systems, they're all addictive, they're attractive. And when we get sucked into them, we are sacrificing time with the Lord for something that is honestly not going to to really enhance our life, make it better or make us effective for the kingdom in any way. Now, I say that with the caveat of I build a business on social media. 
I spend time on social media every day. I, I use social media to minister to other people. Um, you know, I connect with other people on social media. So I'm not saying technology is bad. I don't believe that. I think it's good and it can be used for good. But I definitely know without a shadow of a doubt that Satan uses it to distract us from doing things like spending time in God's word, from spending time in prayer, from spending time, um, you know, serving other people or studying God's word. And so distraction is definitely one of those ways that I'm sorry, technology is one of those ways that Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. All right. So be aware of that, first of all. But let's start with meditation. What is meditation? Meditation is simply time with God. Um, it is not necessarily doing like hours upon hours of studying, like deep dive studying into God's word. That's a different discipline. Meditation is reading God's word, um, letting God's word fill you. Um, for me, I, I use the word marinating a lot, just marinating on God's word. And I'm going to talk about that, what it looks like. But Richard Foster said that meditation is the ability to hear God's voice and obey his word. Now, what? That doesn't sound so difficult, does it? It doesn't sound like it's a discipline or even something that we have to discipline ourselves to do. But I would ask you this question. How much time do you actually sit hearing God's word and obeying it? And again, if you're not, this is not a shame podcast. This is a podcast episode to encourage you and to say that like this is something that even I struggle to do. Um, and and it, it is easy to get distracted when we sit down to read God's word. It's really easy to do it if there's a phone next to us or it's dinging or, you know, kids are calling us or things like that. So I'm not saying that just finding time any time of the day to get in God's word is easy, but we can do it and we can discipline ourselves to do it. And we have the ultimate, ultimate example in Jesus Christ. If you look at his ministry, if you read God's word and you see how he spent his brief, brief time on this earth, he spent a lot of time ministering and serving others, but he also withdrew often. He withdrew often to get alone so that he could spend time with God and grow and listen and obey him. Right. And so. There are lots of scripture verses in the Bible. Um, Psalm really begins with what meditation is. Psalm 1 verse 2 says, Blessed is the man who meditates day and night. Psalm 63 6 says, I meditate on thee and the watches of the night. Um, Psalm 191 is passage to read about meditation, but meditation is not new. It is not something that people just started doing. People have been seeking the Lord and listening to him since the beginning of time. All right. And so it is something that is crucial, crucial to a, a healthy and growing and, and just thriving relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, uh, Philippians 1, 6 says that he is going to carry on to completion the good work he started in you until the day of Jesus Christ's return. He can't carry on something that we're not doing. And so meditation is something that that deepens our walk with Christ. And it's a discipline that God will continue to use to bring fruit from your life and your ministries and your walk with him. And it's something I encourage you highly, highly to, to really start praying about, thinking about, and doing so when we meditate, like I said, it's a seeking God's voice. How do we seek God's voice? What's the what's the first and most obvious place that we can turn to hear from God? The Bible, right? 
spending time in God's word every single day in some way, it's going to be crucial to meditation. We can't meditate on God's word if we're not reading God's word. So, you know, and, and I know that time is an issue. Time is one of those things that that we, we use an excuse to, to not do a lot of things. I don't have enough time. Um, but everybody has the same amount of time. And our time, how we spend it, shows what's important to us. So if you're not making time to spend in God's word, then how important is it to you really? And and yes, there are lots of great resources. You can listen to God's word as you drive down the street. You can listen to God's word while you travel or do a run or things like that. But I'm, I'm not going to shy away from saying being intentional and carving out time just to sit in the quiet and read God's word and meditate on it, even if it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day, is going to be far more effective than trying to fit it into stuff that you're already doing, okay? Because again, Satan is going to want to distract you. And if you're trying to do three other things while you're meditating on God's word, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen easily. And that's why it's called a discipline. That's why it's called a discipline. You're going to have to pray for the desire to meditate, to read God's word. You're going to have to, you're going to have to make time for it. You know, I said on a podcast with somebody else recently that I time blocked for my business so that I can make sure I get the work done. So that I can make sure I'm checking all the boxes so that I can make sure I earn an income, right? Well, what if we time blocked for Jesus? What if you schedule out when before your week begins? What if you look and you carve out time just to meet with him? Discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Time blocking for Jesus. Like that needs to be a new thing, right? So, you know, it, and even if you're like busy and you are, you have very small children or you have a baby that wakes up all the time and you have to nurse and, and you just don't have a lot of time to yourself, use the everyday moments. Like Jesus wants your everything. He doesn't just want part of you. He doesn't just want your Sundays. He doesn't just want your prayer time right before you go to bed. Jesus wants everything. Use the moments that you would maybe Think about how many times you reach for your phone. Do you reach for your phone when you stop at a stoplight? Do you reach for your phone, um, you know, whenever you are at a ball game? Do you reach for your phone while you're sitting there waiting on a kid to get out of soccer practice? Like instead, use that time to meditate, to read God's word on your phone and sit there and listen. Satan is going to try to stop you. He's going to try to thwart you. He's going to try to fill your plate with so many things that you don't have time for this, but you can fight against that. You can plan against it. You can make time for Jesus, even though Satan is telling you that you don't have time to do it. All right. Um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, whom we all love to quote in our religion, and I admire him very, very much. He said, let me find this quote really quickly. <clears throat> he said that, just as you do not analyze the words of someone you love, but accept them as they are said to you, accept the word of scripture and ponder it in your heart as Mary did. That is all that is meditation. And so again, I share that. Don't overthink it. Don't think it has to, it's just for like preachers or uh, missionaries or things like that. God wants you to meditate on his word. And when we do, here's a very important part. This is a very important part. Um, what happens? What happens when we meditate on God's word? There must be a response. There must be a response. It's not just something to check a box. It's not just something to say, I did this. I'm a Christian. Um, look at me, right? 
when we meditate on God's word, we must do it with the intention of responding to God's word. True meditation is always results in repentance and obedience. Okay. Repentance and obedience. We have to be willing to listen to God's word, to listen to his commands, to listen to his instruction, to listen to his insight. And we cannot, we will not, true meditation will not leave you unchanged, okay? If you are a believer, if the Holy Spirit is inside of you and you are carving out time to just sit with God, to meditate on his word and listen to him, you will not remain unchanged. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Romans 12, 1. Um, If you know me, if you're in my boot camps, if you're in my full life community, um, if you follow me on social media, you know that this word has just been wrecking me for like months. Romans 12, 1 says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercy of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing. This is your true worship. All right. So um, I can't tell you exactly why. God has given me that word to just like sit and sit on, meditate on, but he has, and I keep going through it day by day, not like minute by minute or anything like that. But sometimes I'm just sitting in the car and with nothing to do, or I'm waiting on the kids or something. And I think about that verse. That's what meditating is, recalling it, uh, repeating it to myself and really thinking about what do these words mean? And actually in my full life project community, in the month of January this month, uh, we are talking about becoming her, becoming the woman that God created you to be. And I'm using this verse. I'm actually dissecting this verse each week and we're pulling it apart. We're pulling it apart. We're looking at what does the word, the one word therefore mean? Why is that there as a bridge between two passages? Um, Today I went live and I talked to them about in view of the mercies of God. What in the world? I've quoted that verse so many times, but I've never stopped to think, what does it mean to present my body as a living sacrifice in view of the mercies of God? And so the more that you take scripture, and it can just be one passage, it can be one verse, it can be a whole chapter. I don't know. It depends on what God is telling you. But the more that you sit there and you read it and you think about it and you let God speak to you you are going to be changed. You are going to be changed. There's going to be a response. And often it is going to be a response of repentance. Lord, forgive me for not worshiping you with my body. Lord, forgive me for not doing it from a heart of worship because you are so merciful to me, right? Um, And then there's going to be obedience. Instead of sitting there reading that verse and teaching it and not being changed by it, I am being changed. Like I am worshiping God with my workouts. I am worshiping God with my bites. I am worshiping God with how I spend my money, with what I teach my kids, right? That scripture verse is changing me, not because I'm special, not because I'm super holy, but because it's God's word, God's word. And that's what it does. It changes people. And so meditating is not only going to fill us with God's word and change us, but it's also at the same time going to protect us from ungodly influences, right? If you go on to read Romans 12 too, it talks about not being transformed to the ways of the world, not being conformed to the ways of the world, but transformed into who God wants you to be. And so when we meditate, it actually protects us from being a slave to the world, from being influenced by the world. When you put down your phone and you pick up your Bible, change is going to happen. Change is going to happen. And you're going to get rid of 
certain influences that you just don't ever need in your life, right? And so meditation is the first, the first discipline that I wanted to talk to you about because I think it's the gateway to so many others. I think it's a gateway to studying God's word more. I think it's a gateway to more prayer. I think it's the gateway to fasting. And so I challenge you this week, do a word search, like do a Bible word search, look up the word meditation in scripture and read those verses, like study it. I'll actually put in the show notes, um, Richard Foster in this book, I'll share a link to that book too. Um, he actually gives you daily scripture readings like Sunday through Saturday passages to read that have to do with meditation. So I'll put that in the show notes as well, but definitely get his book. Definitely get his book if you are, are wanting to go deeper in this. Um, but yeah, that is that is just a quick, quick teaching and encouragement on the discipline of meditation. And I pray that this is something that you begin to do, or maybe you do more of it if you're already practicing it um, from a heart that is seeking to be changed by the word of God. All right. So until next week, um, always, always, please, please, please share this. If it encouraged you when you share it on social media, tag me so that I can recognize you. Um, share this with a friend, share this with a Bible study group, share it with your kids, your, your spouse. Um, but let's, let's be women who are actually practicing and implementing and following the word of God like never before so that we can be effective for the kingdom while we're here and live on mission for Christ. All right. Until next time. Bye, you guys.